Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. <laughs> no kidding. Unless you're a Bruins fan, yeah. and I think we've got one on the phone. Oh, dear. Fred, congratulations. Your Bruins beat the Leafs last night. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about Columbus. Already, eh? Well, they, they dispatched Tampa pretty quickly in four games. So you were moving on first. here in the conversation. I expected you to call up and still complain about the refs, even though Boston won last night. No, there was nothing really to complain about. They gave Boston two penalties and Toronto didn't get one. But that's okay because we won the game. You know, sometimes a team commits two penalties and they deserve them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And if you believe that the first penalty Boston got, they deserved that I got some swamp land in Florida you could have too. <laughs> Come on, it was both both ways. They could have called a penalty on anybody at any given time. There was a lot of stuff they let go. Well, I Columbus mean, is well-rested. Tomorrow night is the first game of that series, and Columbus has oh. had some time to kind of recoup after their series against uh, the Lightning. It's going to be tough, but see, this is what we need because the Lightning's out. They had our number the last couple of years. So now that they're out of the way and we got um, – what do you call it out of the way? Pittsburgh. It's a clear walk to the finals for us now. I don't know, man. I, I think I'm jumping on that Columbus bandwagon. We've got listeners in Ohio who have been uh, sending us messages. They love hearing about the Blue Jackets on FM 96. Jim, what are you Are you jumping on the Blue Jackets bandwagon if there's room? No. No? I'm on the San Jose bandwagon. Yeah, San Jose might be a good oh, pick. Too. That got hurt last night. Yeah, it wasn't Joe Thornton. He wasn't bleeding, right? No, he, he just held the towel to Pavelski's head when they took him off the ice. Did you stay up and watch that whole game, Fred? Yes. I hear it was a lot more exciting than the Leafs-Boston game. Oh, it was crazy. It was 3 nothing. They scored four goals in a five-minute power play. And then San Jose, or what do you call it, Vegas tied it. And it was just nuts. And then 18 minutes of overtime before San Jose pulled out the win. Yep. Good for you and the Boston Bruins. They have Toronto's number in Game 7s, that's for sure. Yeah. A lot of very frustrated Toronto Maple Leaf fans out there. Who's to blame for the Leafs' loss last night? Why couldn't they beat the Bruins? And we've got some more calls here. Go ahead. Go Bruins, first off. And second of all, how come no one's tipping their hat to Anderson? I mean, everyone wants to complain that the Leafs lost, but what a goaltender, man. And they're, they're such a young team, too, right? I mean, the fans got to hang in there with them for a couple years and let them grow. 
Yeah, look at I like this. The Bruins fan is coming in hard with a positive about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Good for uh, you, man. It's still early in the playoffs, and uh, we don't have the best. Uh, we don't have the best. Uh, you know the best second rounds in our past either. So it's, I mean, playoffs is a whole another animal, and they, they, the the Leafs are so young, man, and they got so much room to grow. So despite like, the fact like that Babcock, they're a young so team, you got to get rid of him. You think Babcock should go? He's got to go, man. He's too. He's 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 not worth the coin for one. The bar is way too high with him, and uh, that team's going to grow with or without him. I mean, he's a good coach, but. Uh, I don't think he's right. I totally agree with that. They should have had a, a captain. You got to have someone leading that team in the playoffs. That was a poor choice. And uh, Kadri and Gardner both got to go too. Despite the fact that you guys won and that team is so young, I I felt like Bruins fans were a little more nervous this year than they have been the past couple years. Oh, I was terrified right from game one. Like it just terrible. This is the best Leafs team I've seen probably I'd say in my uh, well close in my lifetime and. Uh, the Bruins, to be honest with you, I think they got outplayed most of the game. Tuka Rask finally stood on his head. He's been, I've been waiting the whole series for that. I mean, he's had a good series, but uh, I was scared right from game one. The Leafs, the Leafs looked good. Like I said, they were young. They don't have the experience. Game seven in Boston, that's, that's scary for just about anyone in the league. So, Thanks, man. Hi, FM 96. Hi, FM 96. Hey, so why don't you guys know the reason why Toronto lost yesterday or lost the series? The Boston Bruins. They just wanted it more. They do have a confidence, the Bruins, that I, I felt the Leafs didn't have, especially last night. Absolutely, and especially if you remember the season Toronto had, they were up and down all the time. So it wasn't as if they were going in there as the favorite. Um, and Boston was very consistent over the years. So, I mean, you know, you watch the, the two teams and they're just the body language and how they played. So Boston now hustled them, they outplayed them. And, I mean, the Leafs are a good team, but Boston was just a better team. I don't know if you can really go around and find one person in particular, but it's these types of losses that they need to have in order to move forward at some point. Hi, FM 96. Good boys. How are you? Good. How are you? I think it was a coaching error. You think it was Babcock not putting his, his top two lines out there enough, especially in the last five minutes of the game? Like, why Agreed. is he just going number one, number two, number one, number two? Yeah, I agree. And also, um, he pulled the goalie in game six with the Pasternak line on, and we didn't have possession. He pulled the goalie last night when we didn't have possession. Mm-hmm. That's a heartbreaker like, when there's still three minutes left in the game and you give away an empty netter. Yeah, it's terrible. And the Leafs last night were the better team on the ice for predominantly all three periods. They outplayed Boston. You think Babcock should be fired now, or should they give him another shot next year? Oh, I think he deserves another shot. He's one of the best coaches in NHL. I think they just need to talk to him and figure out why he's making poor decisions and why Matthews wasn't on the ice at all in the third period. Thanks, man. All right, have a good day. Enjoy golf season. Absolutely. Get full pay. Man, that must 
must be green. All the leaves are golfing. All the leaves are golfing. And it's not even May. I bet Bill Barilco. Bill Barilco. Is rolling in his grave. Doing spin around. Just rolling in his grave. The leaf season is over. Love me some pinball, love me the who, and uh, I'm a big fan of uh, seeing live entertainment in London, Ontario as well. So this is perfect. We have a production of The Who's Tommy starting May 15th to the 26th at the Palace Theatre here in London. The director and producer of the show, John Pacheco's here. Hey, John. Good morning. And we've got the acid queen herself <laughs> in the studio, Jen Marino. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Pretty big uh, boots to fill. Oh, Tina Turner. (laughs) (laughs) Not as big as Elton John's boots were. No, they're height-wise not as big. Do you get that reference at all, Jim? I've never seen seen Tommy. You got to go check it out. Come see the show. Don't watch the I will have to, yeah. Uh, go see it's it legendary. Live. We met Pete Townsend once when they when they came to tr- or when they came to Stratford, Stratford to do Tommy. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to see it, so this is my chance now. You yes, indeed, to. it is. <laughs> so how how have rehearsals been going? Rather well. Um, you know, we're we've obviously set out a map uh, plan to have you know every so many things done at a certain dates, and we're right on target. And the excitement, enthusiasm, enthusiasm from the uh, cast and the crew is just overwhelming. It's great. Yeah, and, and who's playing Tommy? Who's play, do you have a youngster playing young Tommy? Yes, so we have the, uh, a young actor by the name of Caden who's playing four-year-old Tommy. Uh-huh. Then we have another younger, uh, another young actor. His name is Isaac, who's playing 10-year-old Tommy. Uh-huh. And then Braven Warren is playing uh, narrator older Tommy. How old's older Tommy now? Right now, he's yeah. uh, 20 or 21. Oh, my yeah. God. Now older Tommy is still <laughs> young to me. I don't like it. Yeah. Do any of the Tommies even know what a pinball machine is? Did I you don't have think to... all three of them have ever played a pinball machine. <laughs> is so. it like Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> but, Jen, you're going you're gonna to school them tonight because you're taking them to play some pinball over at Speed City Records. Yeah, we are. That'll be good. Do you play pinball? You like I it? I love pinball, yeah. We play at Call the Office uh, as much as we can whenever we play. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, always nice. And then, yeah, Speed City now, they have pinball nights all the time. So, What's your favorite machine? Oh, Kiss. For kiss? sure. The new kiss. kiss or the Bally, like, 1970s Kiss? Well, I haven't been able to play the old one, so the new one. The new one, one's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. I love it. The yeah. Stern machine. Wow. And the Chaz is just getting the sweat on for <laughs> pinballs over here. Guess what I have at home in my basement? What? The Data East the Who's Tommy Machine. What? what? No yeah. way. Uh, with the original Broadway cast, yeah. the music plays yeah. while you play For the real? game. That's yeah. great. Oh my gosh. What are you guys doing after this? <laughs> <laughs> not going to work to now. Not going to work, exactly. Okay, cool. Well, if people want to go see this production of the Who's Tommy, tickets are on sale. You can find them at palacetheater.ca. The Who's Tommy going on. It's the Pacheco Theater production at the Palace Theater of Tommy. And Jen Marino, the Acid Queen. If your child ain't all he should be now, 
This girl will put him right I'll show him what he could be now Just give me one Jen, bring her back in here, Jim. That was incredible. What a voice, man. Come on in here, Jen. That was, you just, you gave Tina a run for her money, definitely. You sounded amazing. Thank you. But can you seduce a 14-year-old better than Tina is is to be seen. Don't give away, don't give away all the plot points, Jim. Now, you may recognize Jen's voice. She does sing in a local band called Hiroshima Hearts. Yeah. Uh, plays all around the city and beyond. So no surprise there that you sounded awesome. Oh, thank you. That was so good. Look, look at the <laughs> hairs on my arm are still standing <laughs> up, Jen. Thank you. You want to go see Jed and the rest of uh, the cast in mm-hmm. Tommy, a Pacheco Theater production at the Palace Theater. Tickets available at palacetheater.ca.
want to say good morning to our good friend Trucker Sal. How you doing, hey, Sal? Hey, good. Not bad. Good morning, guys. Good. Last time we talked to you, Sal, you were just about to go on stage at Yuck Yucks for amateur night for the first time. You don't just drive truck. You're also an aspiring comedian, right? Well, you can say that. I just something I wanted to do for a very long time. So, yeah. How did it go? Your first ever appearance on stage, Sal? You know, it wasn't the greatest. I did get a few laughs, but I just want to apologize because I went on stage and I pretended to be somebody who I was not. So I got a second chance and uh, I emailed Yuck Yucks and they gave me a second opportunity. And I said, you know what? If the people want to hear about my trucking stories, you know what? I'm going to have to give it to them. So I got a second chance to do that now. Who were you pretending to be? Well, I was just acting, uh, I was just throwing in some Donald Trump jokes and some MC Hammer jokes, so I kind of made up some sort of fiction story, and uh-huh. it, went, it went okay, but now I'm, I'm giving out true life stories of what really actually happened to me on the road. Do you call yourself Trucker Sal, like Larry the Cable Guy? Well, it, that's, it, that's my social media name, yeah. On stage, when they introduce you, are they like, okay, here's Trucker Sal. 10-4. Yeah, so ten you, four. you yeah. should, oh, that's your catchphrase. Anytime ten of it. 10-4. Uh, and then she said, I don't know, I just fell down here. And then that's a big 10-4. <laughs> okay, Sal, you are uh, you got some new material that you're going to test out on us, and we're, we'll give you our honest feedback. Um, you're worried because it's a little racier than your, your old stuff. Right, right. This is rated R. Rated R. Like how rated R? Are there any swear words? Well, if there's going to be on stage. Yes, there is. Can you censor those swear words? I sh- yeah, I sure can. Okay. Make it PG-13 and we're good to go, okay? Uh, all right, I'll give you a quick little story. I was going down the 402 a few years ago, and I got flashed. Now, this is the first time I got flashed, so I got a little excited. So I go on the CB radio, and I say... Breaker, breaker, one night, I just got flashed, everybody. I just got flashed. And uh, another truck driver comes up to me and goes, hey, which way you going? I go, I don't know, maybe east, maybe west, maybe north. I just got flashed. Easy, driver. Have you never seen boobs before? And I say, well, it wasn't boobs, driver. It was just a boob. <laughs> Oh, okay. Have you never seen a boob before? And I say, not for free, I haven't. And that's a big 10 for. You got to throw in the catchphrase at the end of it, Trucker Cell. And I that's think- a big 10 for. Do you have any material? Do you have any? What, what would you say, Taz? I like it. I think yeah. if, if you get that, if, it could catch on. That's a big 10-4 has to be your catchphrase yeah. at the end of every joke. And you need to have somebody playing that truck horn sound uh, after okay. your punchlines. Okay. Uh, I can probably throw in a big 10-4, but uh, the horn sound's going to be hard. No, this is what you say a big 10-4, and then you just do the arm movement, and the crowd provides the honk right. honk. Honk honk. <laughs> uh, now, you may have to get a little more established yeah, before the crowd. Or you coach them at the start. Yeah. Guys, when I go like this, you know what it means. I want to hear that trucker sell. Honk honk. 
If that's what you guys want, I'll do it. I'll set it up. Okay. Yeah. Amateur night at Yuck Yucks featuring Trucker Sal. What time do you go on stage tonight? 9.35. 9.35. That's a big 10-4. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I'm doing the horn right. thing. Hold on. Hold on. That's a big 10 Oh, just park your truck outside. I'll sit in there and honk it for you anytime you hit a big joke. Uh, this, this guy's looking at me like, why am I honking the air horn? <laughs> there you go, Trucker Sal. Good luck tonight. Let us know how it goes, okay? And Jess Brady just had this story in her newscast. And a skunky smell is greeting travelers at the Edmonton International Airport. Is it the Oilers season? <laughs> is, it, is it the season the Oilers had? It was pretty skunky. Yeah, that stank. <laughs> and a skunky smell is greeting travelers at the Edmonton International Airport. The scent is coming from the airport's new neighbor, Aurora Sky, which is one of the world's largest cannabis grow facilities. Operator Aurora Cannabis says it's working hard to mitigate any pot odor wafting over the airport, hotels, and stores because it wants to be a good neighbor. It's already introduced two new exhaust units, 800 air filters, and specialized carbon and charcoal filtration units that absorb impurities from the air. Wow. How crazy are those drug-sniffing dogs at the Edmonton airport going? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, boys. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> they keep running towards the fence across the runway. <laughs> <laughs> No, back here. The airport's watch, back here. Watch out for the planes. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, smart for the the Aurora uh, company there, growing the weed and being right next to the airport to ship it where it needs to go. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Remember when if you forgot a doobie in your pocket, you'd go to jail for like a long time if yeah. you're getting on an airplane? Now the pilot's like, okay, if you look at your left, there's our healthy weed fields uh, <laughs> that is now legal. <laughs> Made right here in Edmonton. Oh, that's crazy. It's, it's crazy how stinky weed is. Yeah. I had a, I, well, I don't, he's probably listening right now, actually. My old neighbor. Mm. Oh, he is listening. He's texting me right now. I used to think I had a skunk problem in yeah. my backyard. And I, I'd come out of the side of my house and I'd be, what is that? I think we got skunks under the shed. And I was out there looking one day and then I noticed my neighbor uh, on his deck relaxing after work and the pieces fell into place. It was the same sort of situation here where he was just enjoying his his marijuana cigarettes after a long day oh so he wasn't growing he was just enjoying he may have been growing <laughs> too I, bit I of mean, a botanist i cannot confirm nor deny but there was a definite uh, odor oh. and he did not even offer to buy a charcoal filter to cover <laughs> up the smell he just had to deal with his it. charcoal filter is smoking a cigarette after to get the <laughs> smell away a can of lysol <laughs> I had to get rid of my drug-sniffing dog. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. We are playing fake news you choose. Lloyd is on the phone. Lloyd says he's surrounded by a bunch of skids at work. Where are you, Lloyd? I'm here in Tempster at work at Ontario Pallet. You build those skids, like, for shipping and stuff like that, right? I build them, fix them, everything. Cool. Well, shout out to everyone working at Ontario Pallet today. Oh, thank you. 
We are going to give you headlines. You guess whether or not they are real news stories or complete nonsense that Jim and I have made up. If you have a correct guess, you're going to hear this noise. You are fake news. And if you're wrong, Lloyd, you'll hear this. Failing pile of garbage. Are you ready for the first one? Let's do it. Headline is, a fugitive turns himself in after living on a vacation island for 10 years because he's sick of it. Ah, I'm going to have to go fake news. No. Failing pile of garbage. 64-year-old guy from Austria. Ten and a half years ago, he broke out of prison, escaped to the Canary Islands. He's been living there for 10 years, and uh, he he just got tired of it. Returned to Austria, (laughs) walked up to a cop with his suitcases in his hand, said, I'm a fugitive. Uh, They said, well, why are you turning yourself back in? He said... Uh, Canary Islands, not as nice as they used to be. <laughs> Too many tourists. <laughs> He's going back to prison. So. Wow. <laughs> not great for the tourism board of Canary Islands, you know. <laughs> no. I would not put that on. Where should we take the family? I'm not going to guess that. Wow. Uh, Canary <laughs> Islands or, or jail? Austrian prison. Mm, I'm going to go Austrian prison. <laughs> okay, next headline here, Lloyd. Robber beat up by fans in Avengers costumes while trying to hold up theater box office. I have to say that's real news. Failing pile of garbage. Oh, no. oh, right. Uh-oh. There are a lot of Avengers cosplayers out there right now with the movie coming out this week, but no, we made that one up. Okay. Okay. Let's see how we do here. An actor who plays Jesus in a Holy Week play is busted for selling drugs on Easter. Say that again, sorry. An actor who plays Jesus in a Holy Week play is busted for selling drugs on Easter. So the the actor in the Easter play, the guy who plays Jesus, was busted for selling drugs on Easter. I'm going to go real news. You are fake news. Turning it around here. 24-year-old guy in the Philippines. He's been playing the role of Jesus in Holy Week stage plays for the past eight years. Cops busted him on Easter Sunday for dealing drugs. He's facing several charges. Actual drugs or Cadbury cream eggs? No, actual drugs. And now that I think uh, about it, a lot of drug dealers kind of look like Jesus. (laughs) You got the sandals on, the yeah, beard. Yeah, totally. Long hair, man. <laughs> robes. <laughs> Just chilling in my robe, dude. Come on in. Let's watch a movie. Okay. Peace be on to you. Next headline, Lloyd. A guy lost his... Sorry, a guy who lost his leg in a skydiving accident just lost his prosthetic leg while skydiving. Oh, yeah, that's real news. Yep. You are fake news. Guys from California. His name's Dion. He lost his leg years back, skydiving, got a prosthetic leg. He was wearing it while he jumped out of a plane. It flew off and disappeared. Oh, no. He landed okay, though. He's fine. Hmm. Okay, this is the final like one here. This is for the win. Fake news you choose. The headline is... Cyclist killed after being hit by prosthetic leg that mysteriously fell from the sky. <laughs> oh, we got a hard one there, eh? Yeah, ties into the last one. Oh, I'm going to go fake news. Failing 
pile of garbage. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. I gave you the... That is fake you news. So fake here news. you go. There you go. Yeah, it's fake news. You got it. Uh, I got myself a match, okay? Just so everybody knows what happened to the prosthetic leg when it fell off the skydiver when he jumped out of that plane. It landed in a uh, in a lumber yard. Didn't hit anybody, landed Was in a lumber yard. Was it a wooden yard. leg? <laughs> it's been returned to him. Okay. I, I'm not sure in one piece, but he got his leg back. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.